So, um, this week's parasha, Parashas Boy, talks about at the end of the parasha, the sugya of Tfilin. So I just want to just bring to your attention a wonderful, amazing story which uh, demonstrates the Gavaldiga Kedusha, an opportunity that we have every single day by putting on Tfilin. Uh, the Posik says in Perikid Gimel, Posik Tes, Okay? And um, we've discussed Tvil and Baruch Hashem before, but I just want to mention to you this wonderful, wonderful story, which really demonstrates the idea of Tvil. So, this this story starts by the highly Gedivision Rebbe, Rabbi Shol Mivision, when he was Nifta, when he left this world. So he was obviously there was a mourning going on in all of the world. Rabbi Shol Mivision, the God Ladar, the Tzadik Ador left the world. It was a very, very hard um, pill for people to swallow. But uh, there was no one that mourned more than his four sons. And it's famous that the Vision of Rebbe, Rabbi Yisrael, had four sons. And they had to divide up the inheritance. As you do, the inheritance, not necessarily only the money, but every possession that he owned, whether it was silver, whether it was svarim, tefillin, all sorts of valuable objects that they had to divide up. Now, what they decided to do was, instead of, you know, cause fights and cause jealousy they would just make a lottery they would make a lottery and they would pick who's going to get his silver menorah who's going to get his tefillin who's going to get the ancient manuscripts you know various things and you have to remember he didn't have only things that he had that he bought but he had things that from previous generations as well and um, when it came to the tefillin they pulled out from the lottery the name of one of his children Rabdavid Moshe of Chotkov he was given the priceless tefillin. Now these tefillin did not just belong to a Bisrol Mirizhan. They were actually inherited from the Maggid of Mezrich. So you're talking about tefillin over here that were completely priceless. There was no price tags on such tefillin. And again, it was given by lottery. And it was given to the Rebbe's son, Rebbe David Moshe of Chotkov. It was given to him. And so they went on with various things that the Rishon Rebbe had, and at the end of giving out and dividing everything, so um, the oldest son, Rabbi Vrom Yaakov Misadigeh, who uh, the Sadigeh Rebbe, which was my Rebbe when I was growing up as a bocha, and after I got married, he was my Rebbe here, uh, Rabbi Vrom Motcha, was named after him, obviously, and he died about, uh, whatever it was, about seven, eight years ago. And his son, Rabbi Salmoshi, took over, who was unfortunately after not long ago. But I'll call upon him. So uh, the oldest son of the original Rebbe of Avram Yaakov of Sadiger said like this. He said, okay, we've taken care of everything, meaning everything's being given out. It would be great to know what did everyone desire the most. Each son had in his mind something that, ah, I would love to get the menorah for Hanukkah. I would love to get, you know, each of the, everyone had their, what, what their desire was. And he went around the table with his, you know, with his siblings, and he asked each one, what did you want the most? And he came to a double motion of Chotkov, and he said, there is no question in the world, he said, I would have given up absolutely everything from everything my father had. All I wanted was his tefillin. And he said, how amazing that is, that the Rabbani Shalom, Rashkocha Protest, gave him the tefillin, and he got the tefillin. Now, Rameh Shapiro continues the story. Rameh Shapiro of Lublin, the Lublin Rav, wanted to talk about the tefillin of the Rishna Rebbe, and he said the following. He said about two years after his father's passing, so the Sadiqa Rebbe sat amongst his Hasidim, 
and they had just lit the Hanukkah menorah, and suddenly the Rebbe, the Sadiqa Rebbe, said the following Ravrom Yaakov from Rabbi son. So um, he said the following He said, I really am jealous of my brother when he davens because he is wearing the tefillin of the Zaida, of the grandfather, the Maggid of Mizrich. As I mentioned to you before, that was a tefillin that his father had, right? Um, the, 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 the Rishon the Rebbe, the Rishon, the Rishon, got it from their grandfather, which was the, the, the Maggid of Mizrich. And he said, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. My brother puts on tefillin every day when he daven shachas, and he's wearing the Maggid of Mizrich's tefillin. Do you know what that is? You know what Kedusha that is? It's unbelievable. Suddenly, okay, the Lebrun Rebbe was saying over the Misa, suddenly the gathering over there noticed that two young men turned pale. And one of them said, Rebbe, I want to confess something really, really bad. I want to confess something really terrible. We both knew how much the Rebbe, you, wanted those Tvenin, the Sadiqah Rebbe. So what we did was, we secretly removed the Parashias from the Tvenin, and we replaced them with, like, Bidyeved, inferior, really bad Parashias. And we wanted to confess this to Rebbe for a long time, but we just we knew that we had done the terrible thing, and we were just afraid to give them to you. And they went home, and they fetched the parishes from his father, the Rebbe's father, the original Rebbe, who got it from the Majlis of Magid. And, and these were the parishes that he took out, and little did the brother know that he was thinking that he's putting on the Tvinin of the Heidegger Magid of Majlis Tvinin, but really they're not. Everyone, everyone, everyone was stunned. Everyone was stunned. How could you do such a thing? How could you do such a thing? You take out the parishes from his tefillin and you, you steal them and the brother who rightly so got them because there was a lottery. How do you do that? And did the Rebbe, the Chotzkever Rebbe, of Dover Moshe, who actually got the tefillin, did he not realize this? What happened? How could you do this? What a mystery. So they were, they were completely silent. Nobody knew what to say until they came home. They came back with the parishes. And the Rebbe took the parishes and he said, Rabbi, say, everyone here is not allowed to say a word. Nobody can leave this room and ever utter another word about what you heard that transpired in this room. Nobody should know what went on. Okay. After Hanukkah, the Rebbe went to visit his brother, Rabbi Moshe of Chotkov, and he was accompanied by the same group that were with him in that room at that time on Hanukkah, having heard the news. The morning after he arrived, Rav Avram Yaakov, the Rebbe, went into his brother, brother's room and saw two pairs of tefillin lying on the table. Okay? Two pairs of them. One of them was the ones that clearly were inherited from the father, the vision of Rebbe, the Rebbe saw vision. And the other one was not. The Rebbe watched as his brother, who had got, and again, in the lottery, he had won the tefillin. The Sadiqah Rebbe watched as his brother went over to the table, took his father's tefillin, the ones I inherited from the Vishnu Rebbe, which are the Magad of Mezrich's Tvenim, looked at them, sighed, put them aside, and then turned to the other pair of Tvenim and put that one on. And the Sadiq Rebbe of Ravram Yaakov said, my dear brother, why don't you put on Tati's Tvenim? You rightly got them in the lottery, you won them. This is the Magad of Mezrich's Tvenim, we all wanted this Tvenim, you definitely got it, and you rightly own them. Why did you pick them up? sigh and put them back and you wear another pair of tefillin what happened okay remembering the whole story behind it right that we know now that they're not really the tefillin so the uh, the, the Chotkiv Rebbe said listen I'll tell you the truth my dear brother 
throughout the two years that they've been in my possession, I have never worn those tefillin. Every single time that I pick up these tefillin, I, I, push it, I just feel something like I'm not worthy of having them. I just feel like there's something, there's something missing, there's something that I'm not worthy of. I, I shouldn't be wearing these tefillin. And therefore, I just put them back, and I just, I bought another pair, and I wear my original pair. And the Sadiqah Rebbe told him, no, 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 my dear brother, that's not the case. You are worthy. You're absolutely worthy. The only reason is why you feel what you feel is because the parishes that were in there when our father wore them were removed. Here they are. He had them in his pocket, put them back in and used them in that case. Now, during the First World War, when the Cossacks burnt down the base medrash of the uh, Chotkov Rebbe, they tried to get and destroy whatever they could. The precious tefillin were unfortunately lost, but eventually they were, through the miracles, which is a whole different story, they were returned to the original owner. But, you know, I, I want to tell you the story, obviously this week's parish of parish probably discusses tefillin, but even without that, we have to understand, tefillin, there's a certain kedusha that tefillin has. There's a certain thing that, that tefillin, it, it, a person can feel it, if he taps into the kedusha, he can feel it. And we have to remember that every single one of us has tefillin, and we have the opportunity to wear tefillin. And, you know, sometimes, we spoke of this in the past, that we're too quick to get off our tefillin, right? We're rushing to get off our tefillin. Why? You have an opportunity to wear tefillin. You have kesha to do a bainishlanum. The parishes are parishes of the Torah written on a cloth with the Yerushalayim sofa who wrote them. It's written, on, you know, the way that's meant to be written on the Torah. It, the, the bottom are made up the Torah, Moshe, and Sinai. You're dealing with serious things and you have the opportunity to wear them. In the olden days, they would wear them for, for the whole day. Now, we're not holding that. Our bodies are not able to cope with it. Our machshavas are not able to cope with it. Okay, fine, so we don't. So we wear it for a half an hour, 40 minutes, an hour maximum. But to rush to take them off, it's chaval. These are beautiful tefillin. To talk with your tefillin. We've spoken about this. To talk with your tefillin. Why would you talk? If you're wearing them the whole day, so you have no choice. You have to talk. But we only wear them for a half an hour, 45 minutes. Why would you talk with your tefillin when you have the kedusha wrapped within you? You have the Rabboni Shalom's name, mamash, tied onto you. Take the amazing opportunity that we have of tefillin. Use it. It's powerful. It can be powerful if we make it powerful. And Be'ez Hashem, the Rabbi will help us and we'll be able to feel the kedusha of the tefillin. And Be'ez Hashem, the tefillin will give us all of the bracha.